Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. And before we dive into today's conversation, you're actually tuning into an exclusive replay of an Instagram live interview. And we'll be answering questions and interacting with the live audience over on my Instagram at Soul Studio Marketing. So let's get right into today's episode. Hello and happy Friday, everyone. I am so excited to be going live today with Avery. I'm just going to have her hop on. We'll let everyone start to join and trickle on, and then we'll get right into the good stuff, talking all about showing up with stories and lives. And it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. I'm excited. Okay. Yay! Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to chat. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? Okay. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, I am so, so excited to chat with you today. We were just like catching up, getting to know each other, but I would love for you to introduce yourself to anyone that is tuning in and maybe doesn't know who you are. Kind of give us the rundown on who you are and who you serve. Yeah. So my name is Avery. I am a business coach for social media managers and coaches, helping them build and grow their business on social media. Um, I'm so excited to be here today. IG stories and lives are my jam. Video in general, that's totally where social media is going. So I'm so excited to talk about this today. Uh, Yes, I totally agree. I think like most people are consuming their content on stories versus feed posts, for examples, and all of those different types of things. So I think it's really important for us to kind of talk about stories and how you can use it to grow your brand. So when it comes to how you use stories, what is like the one tip that you have implemented to really feel confident when you're when you're hopping on stories? Because of course, it can be tough when you're like, not wearing makeup when you're feeling like a bum, like, everyone's probably been there. I mean, that's me like every day. (laughs) Same. Um, So even though if I come off confident now, it wasn't always like that, especially when Instagram story was, was like brand new. Mm -hmm. Um, honestly it was, I just felt the most confident and most comfortable when I viewed it as like, I'm just literally having a conversation with myself Um, and just showing up as me. um, I'm not somebody who loves to wear makeup every day. I do sometimes. I'm not somebody who dresses to the nines at home. I'm very a comfortable, casual person. And so for me, it was important to just show up as myself And knowing that, and I was like, the people who are like meant to be with me and who will love me for me are going to be here no matter what I look like, what is going on inside of my personal life. Like, yeah. So it's just honestly, my biggest suggestion, if you are just starting in like scared, because we've all been there, um, is (laughs) just start. (laughs) Seriously, just, just start. And the great thing about stories is that if it's bad and you're like, Oh, that was terrible or robotic or whatever, you can start over. I can't tell you how many times, especially when I was starting that I was like, okay, that was pitiful. Um, so yeah, I mean, just start over, just start practicing and get out there because if the feed ever disappears, 
you need to, I know. And I'm actually like all for it if it happens. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I love video just the same way you do. And I think you're so right. It's a muscle. Like you have to practice. You're not going to expect to be comfortable talking to a phone automatically. Like it takes time to really get used to it. Totally. But and I think you get comfortable, like it, I mean, it's a game changer. Your audience gets to know truly who you are. And actually like a lot of my clients come to me because I show up as me. I share personal stuff, the raw, the real, and that's why they they vibe with me. You know what I mean? And through a, a curated feed, they don't necessarily get that. Yes, I totally agree. And I mean, it sounds like you get a lot of your clients from stories. I do as well. And even like when you're doing your awesome launches, I'm sure that plays a really big role. So do you want to kind of tell everyone like how booking clients and successfully launching products and different memberships and services can mm-hmm. really play a role with using stories? Yeah. And, um, I do want to say, I like what you said. Um, I will say 85 to 90% of my clients all come from stories. Mm, yeah, Not even just same. Instagram, but, but, but from stories. Nice. So, um, honestly, when you go, the, the biggest thing when it comes to launching is it may feel icky because you're in that sales mode and who like, I mean, truly who likes to sell, right? But when you are launching, you need to remember to have like high vibes. You're so excited. You truly believe in what you're offering. And so you need to show up as that, right? So I'm in launch mode right now. And so that means I have to show up daily. That means I get to share the exciting things that I'm offering in my launch and the exciting, what I do during that launch phase. And when you post on Instagram. It's beautiful, a beautiful feed and you get to share some content. The great thing about launching on stories is you can repurpose that content into stories, but you also get to show behind the scenes. What does that look like of what you're offering, but also what it looks like to live the lifestyle of what you're doing too throughout the whole process. So on Wednesday, when I was launching this week, I was just like, it was gloomy outside here in Wisconsin and I was just wasn't feeling it. And I was like, you know what they say when, um, you know, you're feeling like this, go do something that makes you feel good. So I went to Target and I talked about that. And it's like, I know just taking that time, but that's what people love to see is not only obviously you selling, but also what comes along with that. So everything between the transformation that they're going to get by working with you, but also like how excited you are to change their life. And like, I just signed a client the other day. She found me on Instagram stories and literally she's like, I love your vibe. And that's where you can show your true self and sign somebody so much easier. Exactly. It's almost like a vetting system. Like you can automatically vet people that just wouldn't mash with the way you, the way your brand is entirely because you are essentially your brand. If you're a personal brand, like you and I are. Um, and I think you talked a lot about, you know, how you can show the behind the scenes. And I love that. I think when you're launching something like pre-launching, like creating excitement is so, so important because you can't just expect to just like, bam, like launching something. Like you have to be like, I have something exciting coming. Like, do you want to see what I'm working on? Like, do you need this? Like there's all these different steps to really nurture people along the way. Like not just be like, Hey, I'm, I'm selling what's up. (laughs) And honestly, so going off of what you just said, you have, there's like three phases, part of any, wherever you're launching and stories needs to be a part of that. So it needs to be a pre-launch that excitement. Yeah. 
yeah, guess what's coming? You guys are totally need this. Then it goes through, you know, whatever it is that you're nurturing them. So like, let's say a mini, a mini training or something for a few days, and then you go into your actual launch phase. And that is, um, I usually recommend 10 to 14 days is generally what I take people through now. Um, obviously black Friday is very different. And then if you're getting someone who's in a higher level program, maybe there's a little bit longer of a launch, but I'm just speaking in general. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely three phases of that, but you need to show each part of that and your excitement, your energy needs to come with that. Uh, and you can't, you need to show up daily as much as, and as scary as it is, you have to show up for your people. Cause, and I always say too, for sales, it's, you're doing it a service by not inviting people in. Mm-hmm. It is so true. And I think one thing people is like when you're creating an offer, when you're creating a course, people are so caught up in what you're creating. But I think the energy that goes into launching, like people don't talk about that enough because if you make this awesome program or this awesome product, but you aren't like excited and you don't have the energy to really like talk about it every freaking day that it is open and available to put into your cart, that is a major part of launching. And I think I think that's like the most important part. So I completely agree with you on that one. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the really awesome questions I got from Tiffany is she said, do you plan your stories? If so, how? So I know you like to show up as you on stories, but do you use kind of a mixture of planning? Do you also use graphics? Like what is your strategy when it comes to that? So especially when you're launching, yes. Mm-hmm. So I use Canva is my amazing I knew you and I was like, yes, Um, (laughs) let's make our life easy as entrepreneurs. Um, But so I use when you're in launching, I'm going to speak to both sides, launching and not when you're in like sales, I like to rotate my days. So I have camera graphics for that are selling. Um, it would basically be what I would be, would do talking, but I rotate. So Monday would be talking. Tuesday is the graphics. Wednesday is talking. Thursday is the graphics. And then Friday, nice. Fridays are harder conversion days. So it's more or less like, Hey, don't forget kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, now if you're not launching, I, for me personally, I'm very, this is, don't practice what I'm <laughs> what I say. I'm very on the fly, but I also have been at this for a while. So oh. when I was in the beginning, absolutely. Um, I had planned stuff. Um, I, there is an app called word swag. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yep. Yes. Um, and so I knew I needed to show up on stories, but I didn't want to show my face every day. Yeah. So this was my stepping stone of getting me there. So yeah. word swag would create fun quote story quotes. Um, and I would just create something fun. Uh, obviously, as you know, uh, user generated content right now is huge. And so if you're like, I just like today, or maybe Wednesday when I was like, not feeling like it showing my face, I was like, I'm just going to share people's quotes that are very relatable. I'm still showing up. People relate to my stories. Uh, and I'm still like in their face. Right. So, uh, it just depends on what you're doing, but if you're brand new, Absolutely. You can totally plan that out. But if you have been at this, it's easier to do it on the fly because I, I guess I don't really need to plan. <laughs> so no, bad. But. No, I think that's such a good point because even when I'm, when I'm coaching people and they're like, you know, I just, I'm struggling with showing up on stories. I think you have to make it a habit first. Like it's a part of my morning routine. Like I know before I get into work, I'm going to show up on stories. Then I might show up at lunchtime. I might show up at the end of the day. Like it's become very habitual for me. So I think that's what people need to think of it as. And yeah, you're not always in the mood to show up. And that's where, you know, maybe like doing little tutorials where you're sharing your screen or making graphics 
topics. Like that's where kind of more curated content can play a role. But I totally agree. I do a similar balance. I actually love how you described how you do, you know, every other day. Um, I like to do kind of videos of me and then also graphics. So I like to do kind of a mixture even in my days. So I agree is like having a balance I think is really important when it comes to showing up on stories and if you're planning and and being strategic. So I think when you're launching something, you definitely need to plan what you're talking about so you're not making sure like you don't miss anything. That's really important. Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I was like, I want to cover both sides because launching is a little bit different. Totally. Definitely very different. I wanted to take a quick break from those mic drop moments to share an amazing free resource to help your biz shine on Instagram. Tasha's toolbox and strategy kit includes 30 tools for creative and strategic content on Instagram, including my best tips, strategies, and practices for growing on the gram. This resource includes a dimensions cheat sheet to let you know everything you need for creating graphics on social media, along with a lingo guide that breaks down any Instagram terms or words you may hear me using. So to download this freebie, go to soulstudiomarketing.com slash toolbox, or we've linked it in the show notes for you. Now let's get back into the episode. Um, and so let's talk about lives. So we're on a live, um, yeah. going live, which I love. And when it came to my course launch, um, earlier this year, that was the, one of the biggest factors of surpassing my goals. And when people say, when I say that, they're like, really? I'm like, yes, people literally after the live com- converted, like it was almost instant. And I wasn't even necessarily selling the whole time. So yeah. I'd love to hear like your experience with lives and why you think it's something that's important for an Instagram strategy. So I am going to provide you with my case study. Um, I love lives. I understand the importance of them. They need to happen. It's also, I understand it's very scary going live, especially when you're first starting out. Yeah. Yeah. So what I did to conquer those fears for myself is I did 30 days of live. Mm -hmm. Um, 30 days was a lot. But it got me out of my comfort zone. It got me to do what I needed to do. And now I can go live. And it doesn't, I don't even have to prep for a live anymore. Um, but what I did was I went live for 30 days. And it obviously launching was a part of pieces of that. Yeah. And I hit my first 10K month on day 26 of those lives. And I truly believe that lives make a world of a difference because people get to know who you are. They get live coaching. If you know, throughout all of this, they can ask all of their questions. They get to know who you are. Like they're just so important and you can provide so much value. Yes, I completely agree. I think it's when I mean, people are, you know, the most worried thing is that I'm going to mess up, but I think like that makes you real. It makes it where you're getting a lot of value. It's like having a one-on-one conversation, but, and I also love, you can save them. You can repurpose them. Like there's so many different things you can do with a live. Um, I'm curious what you do. Cause I think everyone has their, their thing when they mess up. So like if you're on a live and you mess up, like what is your strategy for kind of like, do you skip over it? Do you have like a little phrase? you say like I feel like everyone has different things or do you not have anything I mean to be honest with you when you go live and you mess up own it because it makes you relatable I've done it I've I actually went live the other day and I something happened before I went live and it frazzled me and I was like I got on the live and I was like okay I literally was started talking I was like okay just need to take a deep breath like I'm messing up okay let me start again and I owned it 
And honestly, people are like, thank you for that. Or like, thank you for just showing that (laughs) we all mess up, even if we're the quote unquote professionals doing it. I don't consider myself a professional, but we all make mistakes. Like we all aren't the best at it, right? It happens. Um, And I think that relating to, you know, literally just own it and just be like, okay, I actually didn't prepare. So let's just do this instead and just shift however you need to. I don't know if that's the right strategy, but honestly, it just works for me. I completely agree with that. I think like owning your mistakes is, is super important. Like they're not like, I feel like when you're internalizing it, it feels like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I messed up on a live, but people probably don't even notice. Like what I do sometimes is I just kind of take one second to breathe and then I just restart or go on a completely different note because that one second is enough for me to kind of like regather my thoughts. But people probably didn't even notice. They probably thought I was just like breathing like a normal person. <laughs> I have seen people keep a water cup next to them. So if they're like, I just need to breathe for a second. They have like an excuse to like grab their cup and take a sip. So it's like, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I've seen people do that too, but I think essentially it like doesn't matter. Like it's okay to mess up. It's okay to mess up on stories. It's okay to be awkward. It's okay to really gradually ease into these things and not be perfect at it because you're right. We have been doing it for a while. So it is kind of like second nature for us, but it took like really challenging ourselves to get to that point. It wasn't just like (laughs) overnight. I like walked out of the womb. I'm on stories y'all. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. But, um, I'd love to talk about launching. So I know you said that it's kind of different for you with stories launches. Do you kind of want to go over how, how you do that? Cause I think launches are so fun to talk about. Yeah. I, I love Okay, I don't love I I don't love launching because it requires a lot of energy. I get that. Like I have to show up, right? I have to be this super excited. I can't wait. I mean, that's truly how I feel. But <laughs> part of I've had to shift my mindset a little bit of like, okay, it drains me. It does, if I'm being honest. Um, but I've had to switch my mindset of like instead of looking at it as, oh, here comes the draining moment, I decided to look at it as I get to catch up on my sleep. (laughs) Exactly. Because I I sleep like a baby whenever I launch. Um, But launching is really exciting because obviously it generates income, right? For your business, like a a huge like sprint for income. Um, Instagram stories are, Instagram stories and uh, lives are where I spend 90% of my time because so here's my a little bit of launching strategy with stories specifically. Um, actually, I guess lives can be kind of intertwined into this. So I like to lead with value and provide some kind of educational. So, um, so action steps, steps to blah, 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 so that people, you're earning their trust and they can implement this into their business, right? It shows that you're an expert, shows you're an industry leader. And so then that way, it's an easy lead in to your offer. So, uh, it's just, and that makes it not so icky with your sales. So, um, and it's like, you're already giving them some kind of transformation, even if it's this big versus your offer is this big. So that's how I like to do most of my stories. Um, I also like to in launch the biggest advice I can give anybody is you need to showcase Number one is yourself as a transformation. How did you get from A to B? 
because people want to buy from you. Yeah, you can share a bunch of client transformations and those are obviously very important because obviously you need to get them a result. But people buy from you, right? There's a reason why they want to buy from you. So they need to know that you did this. So showing you and then also showing the lifestyle that comes with it. So this is this has been something I've tried to implement really recently um, in my content strategy overall that includes lives, that includes stories, is showcasing the lifestyle of what it is that I'm offering and how it can help you get the same lifestyle. So I actually love um, something I implemented into my own business is taking Fridays off big part of my business. Um, And that's something I always wanted when I was at my nine to five. So I openly talk about, I don't like working Fridays and I don't have to. I also have a CEO day on Mondays. And so being able to create that, but that's something that I want to show. So that piece, how can you show people that lifestyle that they're going to get and they want and desire with the, by investing in whatever it is that you're offering? I think that is so, so good. Um, And just really great strategies that I think anyone can apply to whatever type of offer you have. Um, It's definitely going to be draining, but just posting a bunch of graphics and posting some curated feed posts just doesn't cut it anymore. And I can definitely attest to a lot of the strategies you're talking about. Like always, I think the easiest way to sell is, you know, offer some value and say, if you found this valuable, then I have this offer that is really going to offer value to your business business to your life, solve this problem, like make it kind of like a formula in your head. And then it'll initially just become kind of natural for you to do. Um, but I really love those launching tips. I think those are really good. Um, And I do want to say one thing. If you are real, if you're wanting to sell on stories and you're like, I'm way too scared, create a script for yourself. Literally. That is how I became so confident. I can literally rattle off an entire sales story without even like prepping because that's how I started. I literally wrote scripts for myself and was like, <laughs> that, this was back when stories were only one at a time. You post, save it, create another one, save it. You know what I mean? Um, back in the day. But creating a script for yourself will help you tremendously so that you can get all of your thoughts and mm. get it all out. I love that. I I give that same tip for IGTV, like any type of video, just like jot down bullet points and notes. Um, Chances are you might not even need them, but just the fact that you prepared them will make sure you're a lot more comfortable when you actually have to use them. Um, So I think that is really, really good. Um, One question I get a lot, and I'm sure you maybe get it a lot too, is what is too much to share? Like what is too personal? What is too vulnerable? What is too authentic? I feel like I'm figuring that out myself, but I'm kind of curious, like what is too much for you? Is there a limit on, you know, too comfortable? So here's what I'll say to this. It took me a very long time to get to where I'm at. So keep that in mind with what I'm about to say. Um, to me, social media is very right now, especially it's very repetitive. Everything, everybody is sharing that the same stuff. What will truly make you stand out is the stuff. Number one, your story and polarizing content. And that polarizing content is like something you stand for. So for instance, (laughs) I may give my example. Yesterday I posted about what it means to invest versus downloading a bunch of freebies. I pulled out my entire <laughs> inch and a half stick or stack of I loved it. Uh, I loved every second. <laughs> I'm calling all of you out, including myself. You're like we're freebie aholics, right? So it's me taking a stand of how different things. So 
being vulnerable. I also cried the other day and was having a day in my business. And I wrote a letter to myself and posted it on social media, figuring other people need to hear it. And that's this type of stuff that like very vulnerable. Um, it didn't say that I was writing it to myself. It just said, dear girl who is struggling right now. Um, anybody who needed to hear it, you know, it obviously helped them, but that's the stuff that does so well on social media. That's how you can differentiate yourself from the next person who does the same thing as you. Um, now, keep in mind, it took me a very long time to get here. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's been something I've challenging myself with as well. It's like exciting because like you want to share that extra part of your story and like you want it to not be just a highlight reel. Like you want it to be more, but it's also hard to know. You're like, is this too much? Like you know, it gets a lot of imposter syndrome going, I think, in your mind. But I think it's so important. You're right. There's tons of curated perfect feeds and perfect graphics and perfect stories and perfect everything. So bringing in that imperfect, that's what makes you, that is really what makes you a person. And that makes what makes you really relatable. So I, I couldn't agree more with that. Getting tons of hearts. So I think everyone's with us on that one. Show the imperfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I honestly, that's the stuff that's relatable. That's the stuff people are like, thank you for sharing that. Like post yesterday about investing versus freebies. Like in my eyes, that went viral. I mean, we're not talking thousands of yes, likes. But but I know what eyes, yes. Yeah. Like it had 63 shares to to um, stories. And I was like, okay, to, in my eyes, that's amazing. That's the type of stuff people want to hear. Not the same, you know, repetitive stuff that everybody else is sharing. So find your way that you can separate yourself, show you, and that can even be a Friday introduction post, five facts about you. I met my boyfriend on Tinder six years ago, like that type of stuff. And people, oh my God, I did too. They love it. Stuff that'll make you stand out. Yes, I completely agree. I think like people, like if you look at what you consume, chances are you like to connect with people. You're not looking at perfectly curated brands all the time. You have that person that you think is like your girlfriend on Instagram. Like that's what you like. So always just like reflecting and being like, what type of content do I like to consume? And like, am I actually reflecting that in what I'm creating? And then I think you can often make like some really impactful shifts in your business when it comes to that. Well, I feel like that's a good one to end on, but I want you to give like one last tip because you're all about helping people scale and reach new limits in their business. So what is like one tip if someone that's like a service provider or a business owner and they want to scale to make, you know, however much more in their business and have more freedom? Like what is like your one tip for them? This is going to be for everybody in general, whether it's well, mostly scaling at the moment. You need to have a you need to master your mindset. And and as lame as that seems, truly, it, this is your mindset will make or break your business because your actions come from your mindset. And obviously, your actions are what get you results. So if you're coming out of a desperation or a scarcity mindset, your actions and results are going to reflect that. And this is something I've definitely and still working on um, is my mindset. So figure out how you can master your mindset, stay in high vibes, stay in positive energy, know that everything is working around you the way it's supposed to and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Yes. 
could not agree more is have the right mindset that will help you with stories and lives, but it also will help you in your business and in your life to really yes. get to the places where you want to go, where it feels so aligned. And I think that's why we so naturally show up is because we've gotten past the point of the different mindset. Of course, not always. Like there's definitely yes. days where it'll, you know, you'll have a bad day. You'll be doubting Wednesday. yourself. Yes. <laughs> Last week, literally Monday. Yep. <laughs> um, I think it's really important to kind of go back to, okay, I've got this mindset down and that's really when I think like the gates open and and it's really limitless for you. So I'm so glad you ended with that note. Um, And I know you're launching right now. So do you want to tell people about what you're launching? Tell me about your mastermind. Yeah. So I am launching a mastermind. Um, Also, this is speaking on like me being me. Um, Vodka, alcohol is a part of my brand. Here we are. Um, So I actually named my mastermind. It's called Martinis and Money. And it is about scaling. It's about taking, whether you're a service-based or coach, it's about getting you to that next level. And it's six months. And honestly, it's like for the people who are stuck at like the two to 5K mark, wanting to get to 10K consistently months, it's going to be epic and bringing on guest experts. You're going to meet your biz besties who are all online because I truly think that's what makes or breaks your business as well. It's having people who understand what you're going through. So I'm so pumped about it. I'm pumped for you. And I think like group programs like that and masterminds and community and mentorship, like those have helped me get to that next level. So if you're looking for something to invest in going into the new year, like you want to be a part of this mastermind. I already know it's amazing. So definitely head over, say hi to Avery. If you're already following her, say hi again and ask her about that mastermind. It's going to be epic. Thank you. I'm so excited for it. Cool. Well, I will see you later and I will see everyone later. Happy Friday. This was awesome. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much to today's expert guests for joining us today. And to my listeners, I hope you found this episode helpful and insightful for building your online brand. If you want to connect with today's guest and check out any of the important links mentioned in the show, I've linked all the details in today's show notes. Also, please send us a message and say hi if you've listened and you have any thoughts or ideas you want to share. We are all ears and we are all open in the DMs on Instagram. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with us on Instagram by tagging at Soul Studio Marketing. And join in on the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast. Share this episode with a friend that needs to hear those mic drop moments and be sure to subscribe. So you know when the next episode is live and ready to flow through your earbuds. If you love what you heard today, I'd so appreciate it if you left us a review. It really supports us and it helps new people join the sunshine family. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.